From the Summer State Studios, this is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled bays, increased safety measures with your choice of games, as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf or go to topgolf.com. Summer skates, shower shoes, and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Jets Pizza, with six different styles of pizza, eight different types of crust. To go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Peterson Toyota, earning the trust of our loyal customers at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins every day for over 50 years. Metro by T-Mobile. Go to MetroByTMobile.com to find your perfect plan, all of which come with the power of T-Mobile's 5G network. M-Drive, our boost and burn is specifically designed to help you get active, get lean, and burn fat. Get yours at MDriveForMen.com. Liberty University, strengthen your faith and your game at Liberty.edu. Drury Inns and Suites, find out why we say our home is your home. Visit us at DruryHotels.com. And by Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event, concert at Allegiant Stadium, or at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy, and sitting in for Jordan McAlpine, Paul Hornstein. All right, well, welcome in, hockey fans, and a very happy and, I hope, safe Memorial Day for everybody out there. This indeed is Analytics and Eyeballs. It is our Monday night staple where we talk numbers and uh, what we see with our eyes. So Scott Strandy with you tonight from a very uh, beautiful day in Colorado. It's about mid-60s. We had our uh, natural air conditioning off the Rocky Mountains. And my co-host tonight, Paul Hornstein, sitting in for Jordan McAlpine. Uh, Paul, first of all, happy Memorial Day, and how are you? Uh, we're good. Um, it's a busy day here, as you can imagine, a, 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 a third straight beautiful day, which I'm very happy about. Oh, no wonder you're so upbeat. I was wondering. I thought it was just the guests that we're having tonight well, no, well, that, that perked face, you up, but it, it's weather, it. oh, too. I'm very excited about this, too. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't, don't misunderstand <laughs> that. I'm very excited about this. Um <laughs> I'm teasing it, you. It, no, it's a sh- first of all, did I even have my mic on when I did the intro? Did I? Yeah, yeah, you oh, did. I heard you. I heard you. So I, yeah, you okay, did I good. Wasn't sure, um, uh, because when I looked out, it just to to start talking again, it was off, and I maybe I just turned it off absent-mindedly. But uh, no, very excited about tonight's show. Um, uh, it came together as kind of a last-minute idea, and sometimes those work. Those out are always the best. Those are right. always the best. Um. And uh, I'm, I'm really glad that it did. And I'm very excited for this because we know, uh, and, and I would imagine that a, a, a huge chunk of our listeners know the life of a hockey fan. And especially if your kid, and we're talking about one kid, plays travel hockey growing up let alone three 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes uh, life gets put on hold, but you can't do that when you're a military no. family. You've well, got to do that, too. too. That, that's what I'm saying. And we throw that in on top of it. And, you know, every uh, every service member situation is a little bit different. Uh, we'll ask, you know, our guest tonight, uh, you know, because you never know when you have to move around. You might not. Uh, I mean, I guess the way it works, and I don't know. So I well, I'm let's just, just wait. Let's we'll just wait. wait and ask our guests here in about twelve right. minutes or so when we get rolling. But um, prior to that, I want to let everybody know the text line three zero three nine four three three seven seven two. I hope. I hope soon it's going to be the Toyota text line. Uh, just a little secret I'm giving away, but right well, now it's the text line whatever. at 303-943-3772. Uh, text us any questions you. or uh, comments you may have, and Paul and I will try to answer them. Did we get it fixed? Yeah, we're fixed. We're up, fixed, up and running. Everything's good. All right, I just want to make sure. Didn't you get my text? I sent it back to you. Uh, then you, you gave did, me a but, thumbs up. Yeah. Well, just just in case anybody has any mistaken ideas, I never listen to you anyway. I know you don't. I know you don't. Okay, let let me explain to you what what's happened uh, over the last few days. Um, uh, as everybody knows, I've been covering the AHL. So uh, last night, uh, another exciting barn burner of a game—a one nothing uh, win for Stockton. And they clinched the Pacific Division of the American Hockey League and will advance now to the Western Conference Finals, where they will take on the Chicago Wolves, which means that that ended the season for the Colorado Eagles, who uh, gave it a very valiant effort, um, but uh, just not to be at this point. Uh, Stockton was number one pretty much all year long in the Pacific Division, and um, Colorado finished number three. But man, what an effort uh, from both teams! and. Um, especially the goaltender, the Dustin Wolf. Uh, I nicknamed him, or actually Stephen Marsh nicknamed him, the, the Wolf of Stockton. I was calling him Lone Wolf. But right, so stop encouraging Stephen too. And I just, it's bad enough that you're doing it. Now you're encouraging Stephen to do it too. I didn't encourage him. He just came up with it. But but That's Dustin loved it, and he was great last night visiting, talking about his goaltending style and all of that good stuff. So I got that out of the way. And, of course, that meant today was shaving day, so I spent about four and a half hours trying to shave everything clean. <laughs> by the way. Which uh, is the second time I've had to do that this season, by the way. One for NCAA, one for uh, AHL now. Yeah, I wish you would stop that. <laughs> I'm not ever stopping that, dude. I'm not ever stopping that. That's uh, been tradition for 50 years. I'm not whatever. stopping it. Whatever. I'm not uh, stopping it. Yeah, no, I did have a beard at 10. Yeah, I um, you know, we talk about the quote unquote analytics and the eyeballs and, and I guess you can't really get a better, uh, example of that than Dustin Wolf, right? Um, he's a shorter goalie, um, and the NHL especially is in this, you have to be a tall goalie mode. Part of that is because these guys go to their basically play the game on their knees now, which makes no sense to me. But you know, I'm not. Well, an well let me tell you that. something on that note right off the get go. Dustin Wolf can play on his knees as well, and you can't beat him up top. 
That's the only oh, spot but, that but there that's... is an opening, and he can get to it uh, on either side of him. See, but that's that's what I'm saying. This is I don't care what what the chart says. Can you stop the puck? That's all I give a darn about. I don't care if you're not six foot three and three eighths. <laughs> says says the guy filling in for the co-host on analytics and eyeballs. Well, we just we we dispense with the <laughs> analytics and just go straight to the eyeballs because. Sometimes uh, you have to. Sometimes you have to, Paul. You know that as well as anybody that right. uh, you can look at numbers all you want, but sometimes you just, like you just said, have to find somebody that can keep the puck out of the net. Well, listen, you know, we joke around, guys get hurt and they come right back in the game. We say, oh, he's a hockey player. Well, sometimes that's legit. Sometimes that's more important than what the computer says. As a matter of fact, I would say that a lot. Give me the guy that's the hockey player. Because I've seen enough guys that fit the computer mold that can't do a darn thing. And don't win games. They look all nice at the combines and they look all nice. Um, you know, they fit the mold, whatever the mold stupidly is. <laughs> Oh, man. And then you get him on the ice and, oh, he looks pretty. Well, I don't give a darn if he looks pretty or not. Does he help me win games? And That's by the cool. way, I had a visit last night with a guy that helps people win games. And uh, and, and the media representative, uh, Brandon, told me, Brandon Weiss, by the way, uh, told me that um, this kid would be uh, away from the AHL and in the NHL if he were three inches taller and about 30 pounds heavier his name is uh, Matthew Phillips. He's the shortest guy on the ice. He told me last night he's always been the shortest guy in every team that he's ever played on. Yet he uh, just absolutely was phenomenal in this series. They, the uh, Eagles were able to shut him down a little bit. And I don't know if it's so much that they shut him down or that uh, the Heat brought up four players from Calgary <laughs> and <laughs> brought down four players from Calgary. And um, that that kind of bumped his minutes, I think more than anything last night, but had a chance to visit with Matthew as well. Both of those interviews are up on our uh, Instagram page at ice time SW. If you want to go listen to them. And um, Matthew basically told me that, you know what? He's learned how to play the game with hockey smarts. You, you, you try to avoid the big hits. You uh, try to be crafty. You get in and out and uh, you do what you have to do to uh, score some goals. And man, oh man, has he done that all season long for the Stockton Heat. So congratulations to them for moving on. Uh, congratulations to the Eagles for a fantastic season. I want to personally thank everybody at the Colorado Eagles for what they've done for me and for us and for the company because they have given us total access and uh, way more than I could ever expect. And uh, they tell me it's going to continue next year. So I look forward to it. That's good. We should, we should definitely look forward to that. Um. Okay, so when we're talking analytics and eyeballs, and this being Memorial Day, uh, let's start out with a uh, ridiculous number that I don't even have. I'm just going to say that millions of people have given their lives for this great country, um, and you can ask anybody anywhere, um, no matter what happens in this country, it's still the greatest in the world. And those people that have uh, given the ultimate sacrifice, um, first of all, need to be honored on this day. But I also think the ones that uh, did not give their life but gave their dedication and um, maybe lost a, a limb or maybe had some debilitating injury 
Or maybe they just serve the country protecting our freedom and our rights. Yeah. They also deserve to be honored on this day. So I know people can, can take uh, take battle with me if they want, but that's my my side of it. I'm, I'm with you. Um, sacrifice doesn't only have to mean the ultimate sacrifice. I mean, that is technically the meaning of the day today. Okay? I mean, we could sit there and, and, and talk about, you know, oh, this is what veterans did. That doesn't matter. And by the way, why are we singling out just two days a year? Yeah, it should be every day of the year plus some. So. Okay, so let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and we're going to bring on our special guests. Um, Brian Bielek is going to join us. His son, uh, the just former captain of the Army hockey team, who I had a chance to visit with out here, and um, two other sons that dedicated to military service as well. And we'll talk to Brian here in about three minutes. More than 140 live games from the nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. On your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? any hockey player in the desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing we love going to the rink and sandals now you can show off your game in style with summer skates officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom phil kessel your guy big william carlson fan or is austin matthews the man have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite nhl player or shout out your own game with your own number team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more thirsty after getting off the ice our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat comfortable and durable show up to the rink in style an authorized retailer of summer skates you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com Welcome back in, hockey fans. I hope that welcome was uh, about right for our guest tonight. Scott Strandy with you in beautiful Denver, Colorado tonight. My co-host, as always, 
Paul Hornstein out on beautiful Long Island, New York. And it is our pleasure to welcome in, I believe from Michigan, Brian Bielek. Brian, you got Scott and Paul with you tonight. How are you? Hey, Scott and Paul. I'm doing great. How are you guys? Uh, this is this is awesome. Very excited about tonight's program. Um, is, is that uh, Did he get that right? First of all, Scott, where did you get that stuff? <laughs> uh, well, you remember I interviewed his son, right? Yeah, I don't know. I get that. Uh, <laughs> are you in Michigan, Brian? <laughs> yeah, we are. We're we're uh, we we uh, reside in Southeast Michigan, just north of Ann Arbor. But uh, right now, I'm in uh, about uh, closer to Kalamazoo, uh, enjoying some of the uh, the last bits of the holiday weekend. That's great. Um, I have no idea about Michigan geography. Uh, Scott might have because he's from Minnesota. I, I grew up out here in New York, and so I don't. I, I know where the, the state is, but I have no idea about the geography other than the UP. <laughs> hey, no worries. If if you just hold your hand up, your left hand up, it's a mitten. We're uh, right at the base of your knuckle, at your at your uh, wrist, right in the middle. Uh, there you go. Ah, uh, geography lesson right up the get go. Brian, first of all, thanks for uh, for joining us. Thanks for your service. Thanks for sharing your son Colin with me um, this past January when he was out here at Air Force. Uh, let me tell you first and foremost, one of the best interviews I've ever had. Um, what a great kid. Uh, took about 10 minutes to talk to me on camera and about another 20 off camera. It basically gave me the whole rundown about uh, being a cadet at West Point and all of that good stuff. And uh, I, I teased him a little bit because I, I told him I was going to play the Air Force stuff uh, whenever I got to see you. So you being an Air Force guy, that's why I had to throw that in to open the show. Hey, no worries. It, uh, I, I like the touch. Uh, you know, for us, we're kind of torn when uh, the two teams play. Uh, that Actually, we're not. We, we root for Army. But uh, being an Air Force guy, I, I appreciate the, uh, the thought. Well, first of all, I guess the first question is, uh, what made you decide to join the Air Force? Was there something specific, or uh, did it just kind of work out that way? Well, you know, uh, and I used to think my story was kind of unique, but as you right. spend near 30 years in the military, you find out that maybe it's not, uh, ever since I was little, I wanted to fly. Okay. And, uh, and I grew up watching, uh, Bob, Bob Black Sheep, which was a, a world war two series yes. with uh, Pappy Boynton, you know, and, yes. and, uh, uh, that's what I dreamt of being. I wanted to be a fighter pilot. And, uh, I told my mom and dad when I was uh, probably eight years old that uh, I want to be a fighter pilot. And they're, you know, like any good mom and dad, hey, go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the world is your canvas. Paint it the way you want to. So, um, and that, that just, that was my driving force. Uh, it never wavered. It never changed. And uh, by the grace of God and, and uh, some steadfastness, uh, uh, I saw my dreams come true. Um, did you actually go to the Air Force Academy or did you just take it through um the the signing up etc route I, I did yeah i did not attend the the air force academy and uh, i fly in the uh, michigan air national guard um uh, that was that was my route it uh it it it, it gave me uh, uh more of an opportunity to do the things that i i wasn't really prepared to uh uh say no to um, and cause I still wanted to pursue a, a civilian career at the same time. And that's what the guard allowed me to do. Um, so that was my route. And, uh, and in fact, it's the same route as my, uh, my two sons, my, my oldest and my youngest as well. Um, so how long, once you got in, uh, were you able to fly? I mean, 
I mean, I assume you had to know they didn't. You, you didn't go to. You don't go to the join the Air Force to, to to get flying lessons, right? I mean, you have to know how to do that before you get in, right? Well, oddly enough, uh, the it's yes to both answers. Um, okay, people do show up and who've never flown uh, one hour, right? And the Air Force will put them through a really brief course to to just to ensure themselves that the person has just the the the, the motor skills to do it, right? It, it doesn't take, it's not brain surgery, but they want to make sure that they're going to invest, you know, over a course of time in, in, in my training career, it was 7 million. I think when my, my oldest son finished up, it was closer to $20 million in investment. You know, they want to make sure that they're, they're putting the money uh, in, in a good place. So I, myself, uh, I had all my training done through college. I went through a flight mm -hmm. training program at Western Michigan University. So I, I, was, I was highly experienced when I went to pilot training, but out of 26 people in my training class, I bet you more than half had never flown an airplane until they came to the Air Force. Okay. Oh, that's incredible. It really is. Um, I want to ask you uh, a little bit about, you've been in the military uh, for a long time, 24 years, if, if I've got it correct. Um, that's correct. Okay, so when we talk about Memorial Day and, and celebrating a day like today or remembering, it's not really a celebration, it's a remembrance. But um, what do you think of uh, being a military personnel like that? Uh, Paul and I, neither one of us were in the military. And uh, you know, we, we have the utmost respect for everybody that, that lays their life on the line, but it, it's, it's a big sacrifice as well, uh, to do what you do without having to lose your life over it. Correct. Oh, absolutely. And that's a great question. Um, you know, it, it's, it often gets lost, right? Because it's the beginning of summer and people are happy to get outside, especially after these last couple of COVID years, you know, it's just, yeah. it's that. Uh, it can get lost, right? And, and that's nobody's fault. It just happens. Um, but for me, uh, I've lost several friends in combat and in and in uh, in peace times and just in training accidents. So uh, those are the people I think of. Um, and I also think about all the people that I've served with over 24 years, uh, the, the great relationships that I've made. And I'll tell you, and I've told my sons this as well, that the relationships that you make while serving in the military will follow you your entire life because that's a bond that doesn't break just because someone uh, separates from the military. Those bonds continue until they put you six feet under. And uh, those are the people I think about when, uh, when this day rolls around. Yeah. Um, now, you know, Scott and I were actually talking about it this afternoon because uh, when we hear the word sacrifice and you know, it's not just somebody who pays the ultimate price, but I mean, just doing it, first of all, to us, we feel that's a sacrifice for people. And we're not even talking about the, the folks that have suffered life changing injuries or in your as, as you mentioned, losing people that uh, you care for very, very deeply. Um, it's more than just a physical sacrifice. Absolutely. Uh, it, it is. And I would, I would go one step further and say that the, the sacrifice that the individual does sometimes pales in comparison to the family, uh, the sacrifice that they make by, by letting you do those things, because we all serve because we want to, we love it. Right. Um, right. I, I remember 
when we first had kids, uh, a buddy of mine said, boy, you got to sacrifice that. I'm like, you know what? Sacrifice hurts, you know, and it's not, you just, your life just changes. Same thing with the military. Now we serve because we want to No, it, the, the great thing about this country, it's a all volunteer force. Nobody is telling them, hey, you have to go serve. So we're all here. All three million of active lose that sense of sacrifice. But the people who never lose it are the family members that support you, your wife, your husband, your children that say, yeah, mom and dad, go do your thing. We got this while you're gone. All right, Bill, before we get into the hockey part of this, the other question I, I have for you, and this is probably uh, – this is a little bit more on the uh, on the business aspect of it, so to speak. I mean, I – but uh, you told me you're flying an A-10, right? You fly that's, that's, that's right, yep. Um, I, I'm, I'm reading up on that, and and it's, it's hard to kind of describe exactly what those things do because I don't think there's anything they can't do. So if you could just give us a very much a layman's civilian's idea of the planes that not only you fly, but I believe you said one of your sons, Liam flies this too. Uh, Shane, my oldest. Shane. Okay. Yes. He flies the same, same exact jet I flew. Exactly. Um, so the A-10 was designed for one purpose and that was close air support for ground troops. Um, it has a seven barrel Gatlin gun. Uh, that the plane was literally designed around. Uh, it shoots approximately 4,000 rounds per minute. Uh, they shoot, and it fires an armor-piercing and uh, incendiary rounds uh, that the rounds themselves weigh about three-quarters of a pound. The bullet itself with the round is about 11 inches long. Um, and... Uh, and it does it extremely well, better than any other airplane in the world. Oh, did I lose you? I mean, that's oh. <laughs> yeah. I just I'm speechless only because I'm like I can't even fathom. I, I, because uh, to me, that's I mean, and and I assume that that thing moves at, at at a rate that we can't. I mean, it's not. I mean, the idea is if you're supporting ground troops, you're probably not going as fast as that thing can go, but I can't. Well, so, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. It's, uh, it's the slowest of all the U.S. fighters. Um, it, uh, our top speed is a little over 400 uh, knots, which is about 450 miles an hour. Um, you know, F-16s and F-15s will do, you know, Mach 2. You know, we can't even spell mock in the in the hog world. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> it doesn't even come into our vernacular. So, okay. But, so I want to jump in from that, if I can, delicately uh, jump into the hockey side of right. things. But uh, tell tell us about when you got into hockey and how your three sons not only got into hockey but performed at a pretty high level. Well, you know, and <laughs> Paul, I I. Uh, I love the uh, the uh, assumption that, that I actually played this game. Um, I coach. I coach a high school team. I'm, a, I'm an assistant on the on the JV team. But um, I got into hockey when our youngest, uh, or I should say, our oldest Shane, uh, started skating on the pond uh, right next door to our house. And 
each of the boys, as they were born and, and could walk, they, they strapped on skates, uh, Colin and Liam included. And they, as they progressed through the house ranks, and I watched and, and, and attended all the practices that I could and games and so forth, I, I then got my coaching credentials and said I wanted to be a part of this, this process. Um, and all three of the boys uh, played at, I, I, and Colin's going to, he'll probably agree with me. Uh, out of the three, at the high school level, uh, if, you if you drop it back four years to ninth grade, uh, he probably wasn't the best one out of the three. Um, <laughs> but, but, but what he had was this insatiable desire to get better. And he continued and, and he was driven to take the, take the game to the, we always told him, take it to whatever level the game will let you take it to. And, and that's what he's done. Uh, his two brothers were were very good skaters, uh, uh, but their passion, and that's what it is. It's a passion. Uh, Shane is flying, and Liam is flying. So hockey was just a was a, a fun sport to play. Colin, it's 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 a passion for him. Okay, did they all play some level of travel? They all three did. Yeah, all three okay. of them played travel hockey at one and and. Those those are the testing times, uh, as you can imagine. It's, it's follow as I, I, in your introduction. You know, one kid is 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 challenging enough. Uh, when we had three of them, literally, uh, Katie, my wife, and I would would split on a weekend, and one of the three would end up going with friends because uh, you know they weren't playing at the same venues. So it was just a a, a divide and conquer mindset, and. Uh, we just get the, the the cliff notes when they came back. How'd you do? Who won? You know, give give me a highlight and uh, on to the next practice. Now, of course, they couldn't all play at the same in in the same place because that would have been way too easy. Now, way uh, too easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I I assume that you and your wife Katie, who we know probably never will get enough credit uh, for everything, um, kind of rotated who took who on what weekend. We did, yeah, yeah. We uh, we tried to keep it, to, you know, an even balance, and and yeah, it, it never worked out perfectly. But, <laughs> and 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 the, the brothers may may have a different story as well, right? But uh, the reality is, uh, yeah, we we tried our best to to do that, um, and uh, you know, that's all you can do. Yeah, you, know, you, you try your best, and 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 uh, and we are successful at and give it a good effort. So. Okay, Brian, I want to I want to ask you this one. Uh, as the boys got older, and uh, again, specifically Colin, because I've had a chance to meet him and visit with them, but um, certainly not taking anything away from uh, Shane and Liam. But as they got older, and uh, you could see that Colin was going to get a chance to, uh, to have a, a college career. Um, a, how did Frank Serratore not get to him? And B, uh, what was it like to have Brian Riley uh, be recruiting your son for West Point? Oh, I, I tell you what, I, I still, <laughs> I still kind of pinch myself as I became more uh, aware of the, the legacy the Riley family had, right? I, I, sure. And to be honest, I, I didn't know it in its entirety until Colin committed to go there and I educated myself. It, it, it was incredible. Um, I, when Colin started his last year junior I want to say he was maybe 10 or 15 games into that season. Uh, 
and he was leading the null in scoring at the time. And uh, his coach uh, uh, um, came up to him and said, he goes, hey, listen, and it's Brian Erickson of the Northeast Generals. He said, hey, Army really wants you to come up for a visit. And he's like, ah, I don't, I don't want to go to the Army, right? I just want to play hockey. And uh, they're like, okay. So they kind of let it on the back burner. And they kept coming. And Army kept knocking. And finally, his, his coach goes, hey, listen, if nothing else, you need to go do this for the experience. You know, find out what it's like to, to sit across the table and to get to get the uh, the tour and just, you know, go get the experience. And, and he goes, OK, uh, it, it was hilarious. He, he goes <laughs> he goes to West Point. He, he's not even off campus yet. He pulls over and he calls me. He goes, Dad, this place is freaking incredible. Oh, my God. And they offered me they want me to come play here. And, I, and I'm like, OK. Okay. I said, I said, that's great. He goes, I, I think I'm coming here. I go, well, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit. I said, well, let's make a good decision, not an emotional one, you know? And, and I just wanted him to, to, to work through it. Right. There were, there were a few other schools that were dabbling, but nobody really stepping up to the table. And it was early in the season. Right. Um, Colin really wanted that monkey off his back and I don't blame him because he just wanted to play carefree for that last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so he came home. I actually came home, went back to his billet home and, and we talked and uh, he said, Hey, uh, I was on my way home and air force called me oh. I said, really? <laughs> and, and he goes, it was the assistant coach. And I don't remember the gentleman's name, but he said, Hey, I, I uh, heard you just went on a visit to army. And he goes, uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, how the heck did you know? And they're like, well, we hope, Hope he didn't make a decision yet because we want to come talk to you. So uh, Colin goes, okay, well, um, they, they offered me and I, you know, I, I just have a few days to make up my mind. And they're like, well, we, we want you to come on a visit. And he's like, I don't have that kind of time. You know, he said that, that you know, Coach Riley made an offer and, and uh, he goes, well, I'll tell you what, I'll come out and see you and we'll go to lunch. And they went to lunch and they, they chatted when they were done, Colin called me and he goes, he said, dad, he said, I know you're air force. He goes, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I, you know, I'm, I'm still thinking army and I go, okay. I said, so let's, let's just talk through this. I said, air force is off the table. I'm, I'm okay with that. I said, you know, these other schools, I said, let's just show you how I'm thinking. I said, who's going to give you the best education? He goes, West Point. I said, okay who's going to give you more money? You're right. I said, you're going to get a full ride at, at school X, Y, Z. He goes, no. He goes, army. I said, okay. I said, and what does your prospects of employment look like beyond college and hockey? Who's going to give you the better opportunity? He goes, West Point. I said, okay. I said, so he goes, dad, I'm going to West Point. I go, okay, you're going to West Point. <laughs> so he called, he called up Brian Riley and, and uh, actually called, he called Chris McKelvey. And Chris had said, hold on, we just got off the ice. Coach is going to want to hear this from you. And he called Brian Riley and, and coach was as excited that day is the first day we met him. And every day thereafter about, about having Colin on his team. And I, there's, we've never looked back, right? It hasn't been easy. It was a tough road for Colin and, and all of his teammates, right? It's, it's not an easy place to go to school, but at the end of the day, uh, 
they you know their sacrifice of of passing up the traditional university lifestyle is going to pay them dividends the rest of their lives sure and and for people that don't know and 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 i know this at especially uh, spending a lot of years working with somebody who was in the marines um it is not an easy thing to do uh, internally because uh, he would be like, oh, that branch sucks or this, oh, that's okay. This is good. Um, you get very uh, territorial, shall we say, about sure. whatever branch you're serving in. So um, those rivalries exist, not just on the athletic field. Oh, exactly. Exactly. It, 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 there's a there's a reality to that at, at every level. You know, he would he would he he would have parties at his house, and he was a big fan of spicy foods, as am I. And you know, uh, and he'd put out two trays of chili, and he'd call one one particular branch of the service <laughs> the the wimpy uh, chili. He put wimpy in big giant letters under the the word of that branch of the service and then you have marine chili over here for the right for everybody else so uh oh, that's any, classic yeah so <laughs> if people don't think that those rivalries actually exist they do oh they do <laughs> they do 100 uh, percent. brian let, let me tell you this as well because you said that coach riley has been so supportive and, and a big fan and excited for colin uh, when when I asked uh, Brian uh, to speak to one or two of his players for the feature that I was doing out here, I said, um, who would you like me to speak to? He goes, well, first you're talking to Colin Bielek. <laughs> I said, okay, I guess I'm talking to Colin Bielek. And he said, no, I'm serious. He goes, uh, he's our leader, and uh, I, I, I know that you'll get a good interview with him, and he was 100% spot on. Um, and then – uh, as as the weekend went on, and I know it was a split, and uh, that that was hard to take. But um, Ryan and Colin both told me that uh, we don't we don't want to lose to these guys. But when it's all over with, we're on the same team. And, and to be honest with you, that was one of the most exciting things I've seen covering hockey uh, for a number of years now, and being involved in hockey for fifty plus years. Uh, was the camaraderie between the Army cadets and the Air Force cadets, if that's a, if I've got them correct. But uh, I just thought that was so cool, and you just don't see that um, anywhere else. And that rivalry was just sweet. So uh, what what have you taken away from his four years at Army? Ah, uh, wow. There's been so much. Um, I think, I think the, the, biggest, the biggest takeaway is the – the group of young men that he went in with his, 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 his five other, uh, uh, hockey classmates, um, the, the level of, uh, I, manhood, these are, these are some of the finest young men. And when I look at the four years without fail, Every single individual on those hockey teams, every four years, I, the, some of the finest young men you'll ever come across. And it's not just because, you know, they play at Army, but Army does such a good job at recruiting those individuals that share those, those, those intangibles. And, and I, I always said to my wife, when, when, 
you know, we'd leave, we'd be leaving the hotel on, after a weekend of hockey, and it wouldn't matter who. They'd come up, give you a big hug. Thanks for coming out. And it's not even your kid. It's somebody else's, right? Thanks for coming out. Really appreciate it. Great to see you. You know, and, I, and that that's my biggest takeaway. And it, it may not seem like much, but that gives me great resolve in knowing those are our future leaders that are going out into our military and then into corporate America, some may, eventually, that are going to be our leaders when, when we get old. And and that, that makes me feel good because there's a lot of negativity out there, uh, not just on television, but you, you can just see it in in everyday happenings, whether you're going through the grocery store or, or whatever. And that to have this happen without fail, weekend in and weekend out, that they and it's not a show. This is just the character of these guys. Oh, let me switch it back to internal a little bit. Um, obviously, I mean, I don't know how long you've been married, but you know, your wife, uh, you know, was with, you know, dealt with you being in the military all these years. Uh, what was it like when, when, when your sons decided to kind of follow in your footsteps was, was that something that was a little harder for her to take or was she a hundred percent behind it right away? I'll tell you, there's, there's no bigger Patriot than my wife, Katie, uh, she has given her unfailing support for 29 years that we've been married and two years previous to that um, of, of dating. Uh, when my oldest said he wanted to go in, uh, hell, she would have driven him there, right? Okay. Because, yeah, because it, it's, we, we understand the risk, but it, it's, it, it's something that these boys want to do, right? And, uh, it's it's not my my path. It's your path. You, you figure it out. We never we never uh, suggested that any of our boys follow the military path. Uh, we we made a, a pact together on that. Like, hey, if that if it's something they want to do, fine. If they don't want to do it, that's fine too. And and each of them has has uh, have followed it in their own way, and uh, we couldn't be prouder of them. And you and you should be. Um, and. You know, I, 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 I've said it to you privately and um, in my own way, and, and, and um, I have the utmost respect for my father was in the Army, my stepdad was in the Army. Um, my father actually regretted leaving the Army uh, and tried to go back, but it was a little too late at that point. So uh, we grew up in a very heavy uh, military respect way. Um, my father, even after he retired, became uh, uh, an auxiliary police officer, and all he ever wanted to be in his life was an MP, and I don't know why he ever left. But so we grew up with a deep, deep respect. And he used to take me up to West Point for football games uh, when I was, you know, 9, 10, 11 years old. And um, that playoff series that uh, was there a few months ago was the first time I had been back since I was probably 11 or 12 years old. And uh, the only bad part about the trip up there was the darn snow. I couldn't walk around the campus and kind of get another feel for it. Oh, I was so cranky. Uh, so, um, and I just want, you you know, I told you this, like I said, private. I want to make sure that everybody gets the proper amount of credit in, in, in your household and, 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 and respects for, for what they do. And, um, you know, I don't want to, I, I, you know, as I said to you privately also, I'm glad Colin's okay. 
because I was obviously there that night uh, when he collapsed on the bench. And, you know, that's all anybody thought about. Even as the game went on and the game was over, that's all anybody thought about it. And we're all ecstatic that he's okay. No, I appreciate that. And, and I, you reached out the, the very next day, and, and that meant a lot. Uh, and I told my wife, I said, I'm not, I'm not sure who this gentleman is, but he reached out to me, and that's, that's very touching. Yeah, it was scary. Uh, it, it, it was uh, scarier than it, it needed to be, right? Um, yeah, of course. But, but uh, uh, and, and it, wasn't the, uh, it wasn't the storybook ending to Collins' college career. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, he's a, he's got a clean bill of health, and uh, we're we're hoping that uh, our days of watching him play hockey uh, aren't over. Oh, we hope that'd be awesome if he could play some <laughs> more. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. That, that's where I was going next, Brian. What what are the prospects, and and what is his uh, his military uh, duties uh, following uh, graduation now? Well, if uh, if if he. Uh, Gets a deal inked. Um, he's been he's been given the green light by the uh, Army Chief of Staff, the Secretary of the Army, and the Secretary of Defense to go on and play, and they'll defer his commitment. And what that looks like down the road, I don't think anybody really knows, right? right. Uh, what if, what if he plays ten years? What's 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 that mean, right? And nobody knows. But uh, for the immediate future, uh, he's got the green light from all the people that matter. And uh, and we're we're uh, we're anxiously awaiting uh, uh, some good words in the very near future. Oh, see, I, that's great. I mean, um, you know, we try to, you know, this is this this podcast is is pretty much my first foray into following the college game. You know, we've been doing this for about four or five years now, and you know, growing up here on Long Island, you know, New York in the New York area is professional sports. Um, right. And I didn't really, uh, really become aware of college sports till I went to, uh, school at ASU where, you know, at that time it was either ASU or the Suns. There was nothing else there at the time. So, um, uh, as, as we've gotten into this, uh, program and gotten into this podcast, um, it's, it's, part of the joy is to follow some of these guys that we've covered as they move on. And, and, and this would be great. I, uh, this now, I mean, I'm even, I'm even more excited now about this show tonight than I was when we started. Uh, Brian, I'm going to give you some insight to when Paul was at that, uh, that game, he texted me uh, updates on the game. And, and then he said, we have a break in the action because there's an army player down. And I believe Paul, if I, if I'm not mistaken, the first one I said was, Tell me it's not Colin Bielek. And and you said, I'm going to check, and I'm going to tell you. And um, uh, I, I was with you, Brian. I, I tell you, I might have been 2,000 miles away, but my heart sunk. Um, I, I, I just uh, – I, I run into so many hockey players and so many great hockey players and so many great individuals. But And I'm not just saying this because you're on the show, but Colin stood out to me. Um, most guys will, will do three, four, five minutes. He did 10, as I said. And then he spent another twenty with me, explaining to me everything off camera, and uh, and I just can't tell you enough how much that meant. And it really because I was doing a deep dive into this rivalry between Army and Air Force, and to get that perspective from him, 
and then uh, and then get it on the other side from Air Force. I thought it was just fantastic. So glad to hear his clean bill of health. Um, his work ethic is second to none. His strength is second to none. If there's a guy that's going to make it, it's your son. I appreciate that. Uh, we're we're very hopeful for him, uh, and you know we've we've just we've always said this to him. It's just and coach coach Riley says it best. He goes, you know, he calls him Belos. He goes, Belos is an acquired <laughs> taste. He said, and and uh, upon when they graduated uh, last week, he had some kind words and he said, you know, he's an acquired taste. And he said, he goes, whatever team gets him, he said. They won't know who he is when he shows up there. He says, but they're going to know who he is shortly thereafter. <laughs> and because of how hard he works, you know, and his compete level and his determination. And he's, he, you know, he and his brothers are, are just great individuals, right? They're, they're, you like to be around them, right? You want to be around them. And, uh, and that, and that's a testament. And I'll give one more shout out to my wife, you know, because oh. when, when I'm gone, she's the one. She's the CEO, right? She, and there's been no doubt about that for 29 years. And she's done a fabulous job. Uh, and often with military members, when we're when we're gone for any periods of time, we try to come back and insert ourselves, right? It's like, hey, I'm home and I'm back in charge. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> pump the brakes on that, buddy. <laughs> well, listen, go ahead, no. I, go ahead, no, finish. No, I was just gonna say, but no. It, we're, we're excited for Colin. Uh, it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great ride. Um, I don't think his hockey career is is, uh, is over yet. Um, and 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 Paul, as soon as as soon as we know something, I'll shoot you a message. Awesome! I can't wait to hear it. I'm already looking forward to it. I, it's not like I don't check my phone a thousand times a day, uh, so I can't <laughs> wait for this. Um, and, and, and and so the 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 next question is. Now that they're all basically done, you know they're they're done with school and they're they're they're, um, and and everybody's, um, are you going to keep coaching? As a matter of fact, I took the last four uh, three years off, right. uh, because I I I couldn't give give myself or give the team the the, the attention it needed. Right, it wasn't right. fair for me to be there one day a, a week. So uh, I, uh, the head coach is a, is a longtime good friend of mine, and I, and I reached out to him uh, about two months ago, and, I, and we met for a, a cocktail one night, and I said, hey, um, I got a question to ask you. And he got a big smile on his face. He goes, I'm hoping, he goes, I'm hoping it's a question I hope it is. And I, go, I go, have you got room for me on your staff? He goes, holy hell, I got, yeah. He goes, <laughs> he goes, the boys are back together. The band is back together. So, yes, yeah, I yeah, listen. So, Go ahead. No, I was just saying. So we're, we're I'm pumped. It'll be my first time back on the ice in in a few years, and uh, you know, working with high school kids is is an incredible privilege and uh, and a lot of fun. It, it puts a smile on my face every day. Yeah, well, I tell Scott all the time. There are times we're doing that because I work in high schools. There are times. Okay. I'm a I'm a I'm a high school teacher, and there are times where I do that job, and I, man, does it make me feel like I am older than dirt. And then there are other times, <laughs> and then there are other times where, where they make me feel not, not like I'm a teenager again, but they definitely make me feel like I'm I'm back in my my thirties and and young and spry, and they and they just they 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 they, they rejuvenate you on a regular basis. And, Absolutely. And 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 I tell people all the time when they ask me, "How do you put up with this?" I go, "My problem is never the kids." Kids are going to be kids. My problem is usually the adults. 
Right. So. <laughs> yep. No, but the, the kids are easy, right? You yeah. can manage that. Yeah. Brian, uh, final one for me is uh, I know right around graduation time, you guys posted uh, something on social media about uh, having uh, a little civilian slash military dinner. And uh, your boys, maybe you too, were, were sitting around a table with some pretty uh, high dignitaries. You want to in, inform us a little bit about that one? Sure. I, you know, and I was just, we just had dinner with my brother and we were telling him this story and it's still, it's kind of surreal. Uh, we were driving out to West Point on Wednesday. Uh, I actually say this Tuesday, Colin called us and he goes, Hey, uh, the soup, the superintendent who's, who's Lieutenant General, uh, uh Daryl Williams. Uh, he said, the soup wants you and mom, uh, to join him at the banquet on uh, Friday. We're like, Oh, Okay, well, wow. And, 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 and the soup is a huge, huge hockey fan, huge Colin fan, right? So we're like, oh, that's awesome. Really cool, right? <laughs> well, uh, if you've never been to West Point in, into the Grant Hall, they feed 4,000 cadets in 20 minutes. It, it, this place looks like Hogwarts, right? Oh, jeez. And so we walk in, and there's all these rectangular tables and so forth. And then way at the front are two round tables. And we're like, oh, I wonder, wonder, are we back here where we're at? And someone grabs like, no, you're up there. You're at that table. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're sitting with General Williams and then the Army Chief of Staff, General McConville, the Secretary of the Army, Jeez. and the uh, Chairman of the Board of, of West Point, along with Colin, his brother, and Katie and I, and one other cadet, and she she was the captain of cadets, so she 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 graduated number one in the class, and her family, and that was it. And I, I we sat down, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I, I thought we'd be at this big long fifty foot table with twenty five cadets, you know. And hey, oh, it was it was so incredible and such an honor to be included in that. And uh, and I I snapped a you know a couple pictures. I don't want to be too disrespectful, but I was like, Hey, I'm not going to get this opportunity again, you know? So, and, uh, so it, it was a great night. Uh, it, general Williams and general McConville, uh, just incredible individuals. Um, the secretary of the army, uh, she, she's a wonderful, wonderful lady. And I, and I pulled her and uh, general McConville aside, uh, throughout the evening and thanked them. And I said, thank you for what you do. I said, but selfishly, thank you for pushing this policy through and supporting it so my son can go on and play i said yeah, because absolutely. you know i said i'm being selfish but i'm i'm aware of it right and right. and 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 general mcconville goes are you kidding me he goes we are so proud of him and we want him to go and he goes i want him to go kick some butt he uses a, a different vernacular but we want him to go <laughs> kick butt right and and he goes and I want him to tell his story, tell everybody where he came from, how he got there. He goes, that's all I ask, you know? And I'm like, wow, I, I'm getting all, I want to go play now. You, know, you, know, you, you just got all fired up, you know? So sure. it's a long, a long answer to a short question. I'm sorry, but yeah, it was an incredible evening. Uh, very unexpected. And, and we're very honored to, to be included in it. 
Well, I'll tell you what. I just came from uh, the AHL Pacific Division Finals here in Colorado, and uh, if Colin gets a spot in the AHL, I will track him down somewhere to make sure that I get a chance to watch him, and we'll definitely follow him along the way. Paul, you got one final one for Brian before we let him go? Not really a question, but I just wanted to say thank you again. This came together at the – you know, uh, we had this idea yesterday, and, 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 and Brian was very, very gracious to, to accept. Uh, he answers my questions when I ask him about off-the-ice stuff concerning hockey and, 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 and some of the, I guess the right word is underbelly of, like, recruiting and things like that because he's actually, you know, witnessed it and kind of been there, especially from the parent perspective. And, uh, and I just really, really appreciate the fact that, that uh, he, he agreed to do this and 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 hopefully we get another chance to do this again because I actually even if we just hear some of your stories because I can't imagine this can't be great. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, guys, it was a pleasure. Um, I'm glad I'm glad we could put it together. It was funny. Colin goes, "How the heck do you know these guys?" <laughs> I go, <laughs> I go, uh, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> right. Um, oh, you gotta love it. And it's oh, yeah. because. Because I tell Scott all the time, because of geography and 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 and, and things like that, Scott's the one that's out there in public ninety nine point nine percent of the time. So people kind of get to see him. So sometimes I wonder, as as I interact with people, I'm like, do they even think that I'm real? So <laughs> trust me, Brian, he's real. <laughs> oh, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Brian Bielek, thanks for spending some time with us on a very special Memorial Day. We appreciate you sharing the stories and uh, sharing your stories. So thank you uh, for joining us on Analytics and Eyeballs. It's it's numbers, it's eyeballs, and uh, Colin fits both of them. I know both your other sons as well. Um, And look forward to hopefully seeing you in person sometime. Thanks, guys. Same here. Take care. I'm I'm going to let you go on this one, so listen closely. That's an Air Force guy with an Army son. Awesome. <laughs> there you go. All right, Paul and I will be right back in about two minutes to wrap up another episode of Analytics and Eyeballs. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No, stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need 
by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. All right, welcome back in, folks, to Analytics and Eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight from beautiful Denver, Colorado. My co-host tonight, Paul Hornstein, filling in uh, for uh, Jordan McAlpine out on Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, I got one quick question for you. I'm listening. I'm afraid to hear it, but I'm listening. Do you know how they build a wall at Army? A brick at a time, and they fill it oh, in with a beelix. Oh, stop. Oh, my God. Did I? Oh, my Lord. Oh, God. Oh, I, I got you on that one. Right you were so attentive, too, and you walked right oh, into it. Thank you so much. Gavin Abrick, Colin Bielek, that's oh. how you build a wall at Army. Oh please! No, All right, uh, you know you know the drill please. by now. We've been doing this oh, long enough. Uh, but, what a great uh, great visit that, with that Brian, was, um, and uh, it's so exciting to be able to reach through technology to talk to people in Michigan and all over the country. Um, man, that was fun. Um, it, but it I hear was. something, you hear something. Uh, give me your breakdown on what you heard from Brian. Well, you know, as as uh, it was more fun than I even thought it would be. Um, you know, you interact with somebody uh, in, in, in certain manners. And when you do it, in a, when, when you change it, like when you talk to somebody on Twitter, um, you kind of get a chance to, to let's face it, to the, the, the part about that for most of us is you get a chance to carefully answer. But you don't get a true sense of somebody's personality until you get to talk to them live. And you know, the, the, I was very excited to have this this program tonight, and um, I, and I'm even more fired up about how it turned out, and 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 and, and I, I just can't thank Brian enough for coming on and doing this, and and I'm just it it it, it was just great um, to get all of those. Because we got some stories, but we also got you know the way things work and 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 a little bit of inside baseball that we don't normally get to see, and you know just trying to figure out what he's flying, for example, is just like, um, and and I think and I and there's the one thing I didn't ask him. I think they I think they fly those by themselves. I don't I don't think there's co-pilots in those things. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I, if I, I don't, read it correctly, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the way it is, but I, I couldn't oh. tell you 100. percent But yeah, that was and, uh, that was good. And it's just, it's, it is great to, to, to hear, um, the, you know, the fact that, you know, everybody chips in, right? I mean. That's the beauty of sports when it works right. It's a team thing, and 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 the enthusiasm that that Brian had just you, you know I I get on your case all the time about wanting to wave those pom poms, but you know how do you not want to do that after this hour? <laughs> exactly. Um, let Let me tell you uh, the biggest takeaway I got was from my very last question to him uh, regarding his dinner and the fact that um, the uh, general in the army 
wants Colin to carry the Army banner into professional hockey and make sure that people understand that there is quality hockey being played at West Point. And I'm sure Brian Riley backs that 100%. Oh, sure uh, we'll have Brian on again soon, and we'll talk about it. But just a quick rundown on some of the things Collins accomplished at Army. Second team All-American, first team All-Atlantic Hockey, uh, was a Hobie Baker Award nominee, uh, two-time Atlantic Hockey Player of the Month in uh, in 2021, team captain in this, this past season, um, just a, a phenomenal leader. And, uh, you know, it, it's hard because that's that's how this conversation got started was the, with, with me meeting Colin. And, um, you know, I asked you when you went out there, I said, can you keep an eye on this captain because he's pretty good. And then uh, things just led to another and you're able to connect with Brian. And that was just a lot of fun. But uh, I hate to take away anything away from Shane and Liam because I know how hard they work well, and yeah, how much and... they do, too. But it, it was just the fact that that I happened to run into Colin. And like I said, uh, Coach Riley speaks so highly of him. Um, that he put him first and foremost in front of me when I wanted to ask somebody questions about West Point. Well, right, and 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 you know, I I made sure that you know, or at least I tried to make sure that we had everybody's name because that's important, uh, especially since uh, you know Colin's name would be out in front because this is a hockey podcast, and he was the one playing college hockey, so um, you know it, that it's it's inevitable. Well, and let's get this straight. You're selling him a little short when you say he was the one playing college hockey. He was a captain at I, Army, I, I, okay. and I just read his accolades. So it's not like he was just some no, average was, Joe right. out there. No, he, I understand. He was that. a leader at a yes. military academy. Yes, he wore the C, and, and when you're the C of that team or the C, the, the captain at Air Force or the captain of any military academy team, uh, it, it means something. And I'm not trying to sell – I'm just trying to – you know, people understand that uh, we think the whole family is important, but obviously, because we are a college hockey podcast, Colin's name is going to be out in front. That's all. Very well said. Uh, I will say that this Memorial Day was even uh, more spectacular than I even imagined. Uh, I was a little disheartened, obviously, coming back uh, last night from Loveland, realizing the uh, the Colorado Eagles season, who, of course, you know, I follow very closely was over but uh as quickly as that happened paul and i realized that stockton um man and i just want to end it on this is they're they're up against it right their team is moving to calgary they're not only leaving the city of stockton they're leaving the country of the united states to go up to be closer to their parent team in calgary and for those young men and they're 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 young men that were competing out there to have that weight on your shoulder as well. And I know uh, players move around and this and that, and they're probably used to that, but can you imagine that feeling? It's like, you know, when your season ends, whenever that might be, and hopefully Stockton goes on and wins the whole thing, um, that now you got to figure out uh, how you're going to, how you're going to transition to Canada. I mean, uh, that's, that's not easy. So no. that, that made me feel real good. And then the fact that uh, we had uh, Brian Bielik on, Bielik on tonight uh, was absolutely fantastic as well. And, and I just don't think that uh, we could have had a better show. No, I, I really don't think so either. Um, it worked out perfectly. And, uh, you know, as, as you know, for, like I said, the, when, when everything comes together and as quickly as it did, um, for this program, I just, 
you know me, I don't like to hear myself. But uh, there are the occasional episodes that I go back and listen to a couple of times. This might be one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll leave it on that note. I will tell you tomorrow night we got another great guest because we've got Sean Hogan coming on from College Hockey, Inc. Uh, another early show, 4.30 p.m. Mountain Time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll be uh, we'll going live this week uh, a little bit earlier just to accommodate the uh, the events of Memorial Day weekend and the end of the uh, the summer or the start of the summer, the end of the, the spring, guests. basically. Can we just start with that? Yeah, well, do we have spring? I don't think we had any. Here we didn't have any spring, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. So we'll look forward to uh, to that tomorrow night. We'll ask you to join us again. Paul, go ahead and take it away, and thanks for sitting in for Jordan tonight. No problem. From the Summer Skate Studios, Analytics and Eyeballs has been brought to you by Drury Inns and Suites. Drury Plaza Lake Buena Vista, the newest official Disney World hotel, is booking now for stays starting this October at DruryHotels.com. Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to our $60 a month plan, which includes an Amazon Prime membership. Go see one of the stores for details. Buy Summer Skates, whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player. Show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See SummerSkates.com for more information. Buy Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Liberty University. Strengthen your faith and your game at the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast at liberty.edu. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By M-Drive, supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. Peterson Toyota, our staff at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins, works hard to make sure that you get the right car that fits your needs, new or pre-owned. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza, you'll love our wings, sidekicks, and more. Find the location near you at JetsPizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is, from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the IcetimeHockeySW.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, on the TuneIn app. Um, and we got some more that we just got, right? <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to forget those. Um, but, uh, I mean, I got to look it up. Uh, player, uh, We got Player FM, right? That's uh, yep. music.amazon.com is a new platform for us. Uh, I think I got – maybe there's one more. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many, but let's put it this way. Anywhere that you look uh, or anywhere that you get your podcast, you can find us at ITHSW Podcast. Uh, Put it in there, all one word is the easiest way to find it. Yeah, I think you can also find it at Ice Time Hockey Southwest, but uh, either way, uh, that that way. And we we appreciate uh, everybody listening and and following along and downloading. It's, uh, It's what makes us go. We certainly appreciate that. We certainly appreciate the Bielik family, Brian, Katie, uh, Shane, Colin, and Liam. I think I got them all in order. I think so. And um, we appreciate them taking some time on their Memorial Day. We ask everybody to continue to be safe and uh, honor those that have uh, fallen for this great country. Uh, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. Hello, New Day. And, uh, and talk to you tomorrow.
拜拜。